0: Welcome aboard the Monday Morning Monorail Podcast. This is Justin Monorail, and I've got a whole fun pack of Monorail family members with me today, and we're going to go around the table and introduce them. Let's start with the lady at the table.
1: Samantha Monorail.
0: Samantha Monorail, the beauty to my beast, which will make sense as we get into the show today. (laughs) Welcome, Samantha Monorail. Across from me is...
2: Chicken Nugget. Chicken nugget is that But it's, back bit,
0: it's been sitting in the car for 12 days. Ooh, those are the best kind. They don't... This is like apocalypse food. You know this. Like with McDonald's, it doesn't ever de- like deteriorate, biodegrade. It's just always in the same condition. So you can I, eat it forever. I don't know if that's true. <laughs> and joining us via the magical Monday morning monorail hotline sitting in for one McKenna monorail is the one, the only
3: oh wait I'm supposed to be McKenna this week I thought I was just going to be Landon the Dawes Dome is that okay
0: (laughs) you be whoever you want to be this show is all about imagination and being who you want to be in your mind
3: ah then I am MLB player Mookie Betts
0: okay Uh that works fine (laughs) my first pet that I can ever remember was a Labrador retriever named Mookie I remember Mookie not named after Mookie Betts it was after Mookie Wilson actually Okay, former Toronto Blue Jay, and I think he played for the KJ's for a while back in Knoxville. I think he yeah,
3: that was the era when uh, when the KJ's were the uh, AA affiliate.
0: Yeah, so I believe Mookie made a little stop in Knoxville, which may have inspired my parents to name our dog that. I don't know, but uh, it was a good dog. I do miss Mookie. This one's for Mookie.
3: Yeah, from Mookie. Cheers, baby.
0: Well, here we are. This is episode number 69 of the Monday Morning Monorail Podcast, and today is August the 12th, 2019. Garrett, you're back in school today. How do you feel?
2: Uh, Not not happy about it, especially because Jim is my first class.
0: That's right. You're starting out with PE. And in this school, he actually has to change into a PE uniform, which is something... I didn't have to do Yeah, I didn't either.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Me neither.
0: So good luck to you, sir. At least I get uh, a laptop. That's true.
3: Oh that that's pretty cool. Uh, maybe you can come up with uh, with a string of odd injuries to get out of said gym class. <laughs> Not that I'm advocating that in front of your parents, but something to think about. Yeah. Like like you, you, you pulled your hammy or something. How about that?
1: He doesn't even I'm, know what that is. He's like doesn't Pork. matter. Just
3: just just tell the coach you pulled your hammy.
1: I broke my kidney. <laughs> there
3: you go. <laughs> That'll <laughs> at least get you out of a couple classes. Yeah.
0: Excuse number one. Well, we're going to kick today's show off and talk about a couple of other things we were able to do this, this past weekend. Um, the Monorail family actually spent some time in the Magic Kingdom as our last kind of summer hoorah before school kicks off again. And we had a wonderful day filled with first-time experiences, and one of them... Was something that was on Sam's bucket list, and we were able to cross it off. So, we're pretty excited to talk about that. But the first thing I want to say is we finally stopped by the uh, spring roll cart in Adventureland, and we got to try the cheeseburger spring rolls and the pizza spring rolls.
1: Yeah. Yeah, actually, I've enjoyed both of them a lot, but it's weird because I think the consensus as at the table was the pizza one was the best, but I think I liked the cheeseburger one the best.
0: Yeah, what did you think, Garrett?
2: I didn't really like them.
0: You didn't like either one of them? No,
2: but I think
0: I liked burger more. Yeah, and, and speaking for McKenna, I know she liked the pizza ones better. Mm-hmm. I did as well. Here's what I'll say. These are an interesting choice for a treat, being that it was like 99 degrees yesterday. <laughs> and we're getting these crispy, hot, greasy oh, yeah. spring rolls in the middle of Adventureland.
3: Perfect. that they have like a uh, hot ginger ale to go with it
0: too? <laughs> they, they're served. They're actually served with hot coffee that you have to drink <laughs> right along. Because nothing feels better than a hot coffee on a 100 degree, 100% humidity day. But,
3: especially on uh, on that asphalt too that I'll just <laughs> just literally breathe in the fumes
0: yeah know it, it was you know maybe not the wisest decision but we wanted to try them we actually headed over towards uh, Tortuga tavern and found some indoor seating mm-hmm. which was nice we just sat in there so that That's we got a little idea. shade that was garrett's idea shout out good to job Garrett. chicken nug yeah and it worked out well for us I want to say I like the pizza ones way better the che- I've heard that the recipe for the cheeseburger ones has Changed and they used to be better than they are. I to me the cheeseburger ones were like, okay, imagine the cheeseburger, the steamed cheeseburger pods you get from Pandora, make them way greasier and um, lower the meat quality just a little bit, and uh, and that's what you've got.
3: <laughs> that well, sounds appetizing.
1: I mean, I disagree with that, and they both were extremely greasy. I would never sit and eat a whole one by myself, or let alone two, because. It would tear my stomach up, but having half of one, I thought it was good, and it tasted kind of mustardy to they me.
0: They were mustardy, yeah. And
1: I love mustard. <laughs>
0: yeah. Again, the closest thing I could compare it to was, like, imagine someone, like, wadded up a crystal cheeseburger and then put it in, like, crispy fried, like, you know, outside, and then that's what you got.
2: That's what that's what the burger pods are, though. But they do taste they're, like Crystal they Burgers. They just like Crystal Burgers. They do, burgers.
0: but to me, they're not as... They weren't as greasy as these, but maybe I'm remembering them wrong, but...
1: I mean, I liked it. Yeah, I,
0: I what mean... What all was in the pizza one? Was it like
3: pepperoni pizza, or was it just like pizza sauce and cheese, or what? So
0: they are filled with pepperoni and cheese, like mozzarella cheese, and then they give you a marinara cup on the side that you can dip if you want to. You don't have to. I did dip... I'll tell you, I thought they were amazing. They were
1: I was gonna say that sounds really good. They were it's
0: delicious. Like, like, it's pizza, so you yeah. know. Exactly. It
1: tasted like a pizza roll.
0: Better. It tasted like an upgraded I like pizza, pizza roll. Rolls. And I do like pizza rolls too.
3: Yeah, as as a single man, I have rediscovered my love of pizza rolls. So uh, <laughs> it's a great dinner. Thank you, Tostinos. <laughs> Just in the time first,
2: for football season. I think the first thing I cooked on my own was pizza rolls. Yeah. So they hold a special
0: place in your culinary history.
3: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and also in your arteries somewhere. So yeah. Lot. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: And again, they were greasy, but the cheese was gooey and they were they were packed with pepperoni. It wasn't a little pepperoni, it was pretty packed with pepperoni, like slices of pepperoni. It yeah. was good.
3: That does sound really good. Yeah.
0: I'm I'm sad we missed out on the Philly cheesesteak spring rolls. Maybe they'll bring those back at some point. I heard those were somewhere in between these, um, in terms okay. of quality, but yeah, I mean, prepare yourself. Hot, greasy. They were crunchy. They, they were, were very crunchy. crunchy. They and like I don't know. I I would say if you're going to try and you're only going to try one of them, my recommendation would be the pizza. But you know, Sam obviously would go the other way. Yeah, so. disagree. Yeah,
3: and having never tried one, I would also say pizza. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Next time you're down, if they still have them, we're going to try those pizza rolls.
3: I'm down for that. I mean, like like this is a body built by pizza, so I will take pizza in any way I can get. It.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, the other thing we ended up doing last night was we had reservations, last minute reservations that we booked at one of Samantha's dream restaurants. We'd been watching, kind of looking out there for a while, and and nothing really lined up, like as in terms of timing for us uh, that that would be convenient to go. But we were able initially we snagged breakfast reservations for be our guest. I took a look at the breakfast menu and how it works, and I decided that maybe that wouldn't be the way to go because breakfast like dinner is a pre menu. Mm-hmm. You get an assortment of pastries and then you pick something from the entrées and I mean to me it was like I think it was $28 a person and I just thought I don't know if this is going to be worth it. I don't really want to pay 100 plus dollars for breakfast even if it is in Bell's, you know, Beast Castle. I'm just not that interested in doing it. We've had good breakfasts elsewhere mm-hmm. on property and yeah. I was just like, mm, yeah, I don't know hundred dollars is pretty. I love breakfast. hundred dollars is pretty steep. I'd rather go to. I'd rather go to Ohana if we're going to be spending that kind of cash on breakfast.
3: Yeah, I'm glad somebody's finally going out there on that very dangerous limb. They are pro breakfast. Uh, dude, go, Jay.
0: dude, I'm I'm all breakfast all the time. That's my presidential campaign this year. Pro breakfast. <laughs> um, yeah, but so we decided eh, maybe we'll look for like lunch or dinner because dinner. Is still like a prefixed menu. It's a, it's expensive. I'm gonna say it was sixty dollars a person uh, yeah. per adult. Yeah. Oh. Uh, but at least to me, you got an appetizer, you got an entree, and you get the trio of desserts, which includes the gray stuff, which we had to try.
3: Um, wait, wait, it's legit. Just called the gray stuff.
0: Yeah. yeah. Oh, they've got the gray. Okay,
3: stuff. then. All right.
1: It it is delicious.
0: <laughs> it's pretty. All good. right. So. Um, we looked at that. Now, the way they do lunch is different. It's actually a counter service lunch situation. You go in, uh, you order at the counter, and then they bring food to you, and you can sit kind of wherever you can find seating. Um, and it's cheaper. It's a lot cheaper. You know, It's, it's going to be a more reasonable like $15, $20 a person, somewhere in that range. And, and, of course, it's all a cart, so it makes it a little different. So lunch is the way to go, but, of course, good luck finding lunch reservations at that place. It is not going to happen. Unless you are able to do the ADRs because you've got a resort reservation, um, lunch is very difficult to obtain. Mm-hmm. But um, but dinner we were able to get, so we switched it to 7 p.m. And here's the thing. We've been doing some uh, pretty expensive dining since we've been down here, and we were talking about we were going to take a break from doing some of these expensive meals. But the other thing we have is a Disney Rewards Visa card that we use for everything
1: yeah even just personal stuff at home if there's a bill we can pay we use our visa card for it
0: we use it constantly
1: it's all we use it for groceries gas you name it and just pay it off yeah
0: try to pay it off every month and that thing has piled up rewards points for us pretty quickly i think now in the time that we've been using it we have compiled over a thousand points yeah and it's dollar it's a dollar per point essentially what you do with it is you convert those points to a Disney rewards card. and It's like a gift card. Like a gift card, yeah. So you move it over to a Disney gift card, and then you can use it for whatever on Disney property. We previously used uh, over 700 points to help get Garrett's annual pass.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So that zeroed us out at the time. We had built back up to 280 points. And so that made us feel emboldened to just say, <laughs> just say, hey, YOLO, let's do it.
1: Yep. <laughs> yeah.
3: Y'all went Scrooge McDuck and dived headfirst into your vault of Disney points. Exactly.
1: It was awesome too. <laughs> yeah.
0: So so let's talk about it from the beginning. So of course We've walked by it a thousand times. Uh-huh. When you're looking at it from the outside, you can see, you know, they've got the force perspective beast castle in the background. They've got the nice, lovely scenery they've built around it. It looks very nice, but you can't really, you're not looking at any kind of exterior of a restaurant. It looks like you're going into a mountain. Mm-hmm. You know, you cross a bridge and you go into a mountain. We walked up to the waitress and one of the things we knew, the waitress, the, <laughs> the cast member who was checking people in, the hostess, um, and... We knew that there were three rooms in the restaurant. There's the West Wing, there's the ballroom, and then I don't know what they call the third room. I, I sh- don't either. I should have researched it. Gallery? Maybe a gallery? Yeah. That could be what it is. It
1: looks like a gallery.
0: Yeah, let's say gallery. So the West Wing and the gallery are much smaller than the ballroom. The ballroom is humongous.
1: And loud.
0: And loud. It's as loud as like, imagine a cafeteria. That's what the ballroom sounds like because there's so many people in there and it's really busy.
1: But it's beautiful. It's
0: gorgeous. It is. It's like seeing the gal or seeing the ballroom from the movie in person. I mean, it looks and you can look out the windows and it's they've got this snowy scene on the French countryside and it's it's actually snowing while you look out the windows. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. It's amazing.
1: It is. It's- it makes you cry a little. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but we we thought, okay, that's cool and everything, but We heard the West Wing is a cool place to eat because in the West Wing, they do have the Enchanted Rose that's off in the corner of the room. You can see it. It's kind of in its little glass case, and it loses petals occasionally. It's, like, floating there. There are... Torn up tapestries, knocked over fixtures. It looks like the beast goes in there and use that as like his emo room. Like any anytime <laughs> anytime he's feeling a little emotional, he comes in there and just breaks stuff.
1: It's like a Kylo Ren needs one of these yeah. rooms. Yeah, I, <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, I I was thinking that too, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the whole time there's music from Beauty and the Beast playing. And in the West Wing, it's constantly thundering and lightning and it's like dimly lit it's candle lit in that room and when the lightning strikes sometimes the painting of the prince that's on the wall with the claw marks through it actually turns into the beast if you're looking at it when the lightning flashes oh
2: that's cool yeah Yeah.
0: it is a very cool room there's
2: spooky music in there too
0: Yeah, there's some spooky music kind of playing.
3: And also a fun aspect of the West Wing is everybody walks really fast in very long, (laughs) drawn-out conversations. Mm -hmm. Like it was written by Aaron Sorkin or something. Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The gallery is nice. It's like brightly lit. There are paintings all over the walls from the movie. And and the paintings are very pretty. And there's a big centerpiece Mm -hmm. in the middle of the room. That has a beast and bell kind of ballroom dancing. They're spinning on like some sort of a clock contraption. And above them is like a mosaic of like a rose on the ceiling. And it's very pretty.
1: It is very pretty. But it's
0: also kind of like, okay.
1: Yeah. I mean,
0: it's cool. I'm not trying to knock it if you've eaten in there and you like it. That's cool. But it's not. There's there's nothing crazy going on in that room. I feel like that's third place if you were going to rank the rooms. That would be the least. Maybe we're desirable. not
1: seeing, though, because we weren't in there. Maybe there is something that happens yeah. that's amazing. That's
0: true. That's you, true.
1: You I don't, don't know.
2: know. One thing I would say about the ballroom it could have, it should have been like a giant one table with some other tables around it. And then everyone sits at like that one table.
1: Yeah.
3: Oh, almost kind of like a communal type thing. Yeah.
0: Like a long. I, I'm picturing like uh, Harry Potter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> with the long tables that all the whole, you know, all the different um, school, what do they call them? Oh, houses. I think they're called schools. Houses. It, yeah, what houses, houses. What said. I said,
3: he said. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I'm kind of picturing it like that, but that would be cool because it would be a little more like, you know, Belle during the Be Our Guest scene, uh, yeah. sitting at the giant table. But that's okay. It's still pretty neat.
1: And one of the fun things is all of a sudden there's like this music that starts playing and this. Kind of like a fanfare. And then the beast walks into the room and he kind of, you know, just bows and then walks back out.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was pretty funny. It happened two times while we were there. So it must be like every 30 minutes or 45 minutes or something. Um, They play the da 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 that kind of thing, and they they say, ladies and gentlemen, your host, and he walks in, in the west wing, he literally walks in the archway, looks around the room, bows and leaves. (laughs) 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 But everybody claps for him, he gets a nice round of applause.
2: The second time, didn't he... Like, say hello to a small child.
0: He did. He interacted with a little girl, uh, which was very sweet. But the first time, he literally was in, bow, out. (laughs) That was it. Like, sup? (laughs) (laughs) Of course, probably spending a little more time in the ballroom, Mm -hmm. you know, since there's more people in there. But but then, um, he also... So, when he's not, you know, greeting everyone at his royal dinner that he's hosting, he is sitting in the study, and you can go meet him after you eat. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, which is very, very cool, and we did that, too. But I wanted to ask you, so because I was, I was in the back of the line when the host was taking us to our table. It seemed like he was telling you a story?
1: Yeah, so he was telling us about the rooms and um, how... You know, this is the room where uh, Belle and the Beast danced together. And he showed us the balcony where Belle came through the doors. And he was like, over here is this room um, where we have, you know, pieces from Beauty and the Beast. And then he was like, and then the West Wing it's still a pretty scary room to go to. Just be careful because this is where you guys are sitting. And the Beast can get upset in the West Wing, so it still scares me to this day. And I was like, well, I'm feeling a little nervous, but (laughs) he goes, you'll be okay, don't worry.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and and I forgot to mention that when we were talking to the hostess, when we checked in, we actually requested, could we please sit in the West Wing? And she said, let me check with Cogsworth. You may have to wait just a little bit longer, but I think we can help. So, and they did it, Mm -hmm. which was awesome.
2: So
3: you can request or, or ask or give a preference for where you sit.
0: Yeah, when you check in, you can you can request seating in a particular room, and she said that they may or may not be able to do it and she had to check with Cogsworth, but they but they made it work for you. Yeah, them. they yeah. did.
1: That's right, awesome. Cool.
0: Yeah.
3: Also, think it's cool she had to check with Cogsworth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Way to stay on gimmick. Yeah.
1: And she she did when she got into her little microphone to ask. She was like um, something I don't remember something host um, to Cogsworth and then I don't know if someone answered. She said. Cogs-
0: Cogsworth, Cogsworth answered.
1: Well, right. And <laughs> she said, "Hi Cogsworth. We have a party of 4 here that would like to sit in the west wing. Can you see if we can make that happen?" And then she responded back with like a French word and it was cute.
0: Yeah. That is cool. Yeah. Maybe merci. Yeah. <laughs> or it's <laughs> possible. <ha, ha>, <laughs> Sacre bleu. <laughs> there we go. That was it.
1: <laughs> there. I don't know what she said.
0: <laughs> a French word.
1: I was very emotional. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Like, like uh, you say you were emotional. I saw the pictures y'all put up on your Twitter account. By the way, go follow the Monday morning monorail on Twitter. Uh, And Sam, it looked like you were on the verge of just having a full blown breakdown when you met the beast.
1: Um, Well, that was my whole evening. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs)
3: Oh, it was just captured in that one moment. Okay. All right.
1: Well, and there's a reason. So like, I, I don't know. I didn't, I grew up very different life than a lot of people. And I, you know, my family didn't have a whole lot. We didn't even really go on vacation, hardly ever. Um, and I was the, the poor kid in school. And so like, Sorry, going to something like that is a big deal you know because I didn't think I'd ever go and I'm taking my kids so
0: and and this is also important because Beauty and the Beast is your favorite Disney movie you love Belle as a princess and so this is something that you've always wanted to see as well because you have such a fondness for that movie so yeah I'm trying to give you a break (laughs) (laughs) she's getting she is getting emotional just talking about it but you know I understand and I like it's it's We're very lucky to be in the position position that we're in now, and we realize that. Yes. And um, I'm just glad we were able to have this experience with you.
1: Yeah. There are a lot of people who, you know, grow up and they don't get to have these experiences. But if you work really hard, you know, things like this can happen. It doesn't just come to you, though. And I found that out in my life. But um, some people it does, but a lot of most majority of people it doesn't. And I don't know. Going there meant a lot to me. Yeah.
2: Also, um, the, the beast gives great hugs. <laughs> <laughs> he
3: really well, does. Well, he should. He's, he's a big old hairy dude, and, and speaking personally as a big old hairy dude, we give great hugs. So, I would be disappointed if a bigger, hairier dude didn't give great hugs.
0: Yeah, I actually got teary too, because he's pretty strong. He, he like squeezed me <laughs> real hard. I was actually just going in for a handshake, and he shook it off. And went, he went in for it's the like, hug. brothers.
3: Don't shake hands. Brothers got a <laughs> <Yeah>. hug. Yeah, <laughs> cracked a rib or two on you. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I needed to take a little breath after that, but that's okay.
1: Yeah. I think he knew I was getting emotional, too, because whenever I was talking to him, I was like, this this was a really amazing place to be. It was a dream come true for me, and thank you. And I told him, like, you know, the service was amazing. The food was amazing, you know, and then he was like, and he just came, like, gave me a really big, long hug, and I was like, okay.
3: Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it was very good,
1: and I'm not a very emotional person, but here recently within the last couple of years I seem to cry a lot
2: <laughs> mm,
3: It's like it's like you're picking up on uh, habits from somebody <laughs> Yeah, exactly.
0: I don't know who at this table cries all the time Garrett, <laughs> it. Why are you always crying?
2: That's me.
3: Yeah, <laughs> Jay There's a sad trailer for an ASPCA Oh, let's <laughs> not even talk about it. it. Yeah. I
0: can't talk about In it the, uh, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> Yeah all right, let's talk about the food. Yeah. So here's what we did. Sam and I coordinated because we wanted to try multiple different things. Understanding we all got an appetizer, we all got an entree, and we all we all got the same dessert. Although, McKenna does have a chocolate allergy, which we told our server in the beginning, and he was able to accommodate, so she got something a little different. Yes. But I want to say, Garrett, why don't you say what you ordered for the meal, which happened to be the house recommendations?
2: All right, so the 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 host guide. Well the the waiter did recommend both things that I was planning to get. The uh the french onion soup was the appetizer and I don't like onions but I really like the soup. Yeah. It it just tasted really good to me.
0: Yep. And Landon then, doesn't do onions.
2: Nope, no, nope, that is <laughs> yep. And then I had filet mignon. Yep. Ooh, now Landon does do that. And that was really good. <laughs> this may that be That was the, amazing. This may be
0: the first one you've ever had. Yes, it is. Because oh, I, I can't awesome. remember a time where you've ever ordered filet mignon. You may have had a bite or when we've had it before, but this was your first one. It
2: was great. I I wish that was just what I was eating all the time. Yeah. But it's expensive, <laughs> so. <laughs> it seems like
1: every time we go somewhere where we can get steak, Garrett somehow ends up with chicken. <laughs>
2: I'm
1: like, you're missing out on some good meat. Yeah, now well, he did. I don't like...
2: I, 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 Cilier, mm-hmm. I got steak and I didn't really like it because it was like a side you of steak thing like it was crusty. I didn't like the crust.
0: Yeah, it's a, it was a charred and you didn't like the char. Garrett <laughs> never likes char.
2: Flavien, it wasn't like that. It was just like meat and it got gooey in the mouth.
0: <laughs> yeah. It. Melted in the mouth.
2: So I just I just loved it.
0: Yeah. And then awesome. so Sam and I coordinated and what did we get? <laughs> So
1: I do. We got for our appetizers escargot. We did. And French onion soup. And escargot actually didn't taste bad, but I knew what I was eating and it kept (laughs) freaking me out a little bit.
0: Unless I'm forgetting something. This is the first time I've ever had escargot. And I just wanted to do it. I was like, we're here. This is a special night. We're at a French kind of restaurant. Let's do the escargot.
1: I've actually had it before, and it's kind of a funny story because whenever I was a kid, my dad was like the community redneck guy that everyone knew, and (laughs) my family got it, or my dad got invited to the opening of TG Shepherd's uh, music thing uh like a venue
0: museum kind of thing no it was like like a music hall
1: you know like how the grand Ole Opry is but it's his you know (laughs) like Lee Greenwood had one in Pigeon Forge oh yeah that's I I
3: forgot about that.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> TG Shepherd opened one a long time ago, and he knew my dad somehow. I don't know how. They probably like sold moonshine to him or something, <laughs> at, like my dad's family. And so we got invited, and there was escargot there, and my dad was like, we were the rednecks in there. I was wearing overall shorts and a purple shirt, and my dad's wearing a T-shirt and his cowboy boots and jeans, and my brother's just wearing a monster truck shirt okay. and everyone's wearing like gowns and suits and stuff that's awesome. <laughs> we looked great um and then you try
0: and then you tried that escargot and my dad that escargot y'all you know what this is <laughs>
1: yeah my dad was like here i got you a plate of food and he's like try this and i'm eating it and i'm like huh that's weird and he was like that's snail." <laughs> Okay, I'm done. <laughs> it was weird. Then it was weird. I
3: yeah, was going to yeah. say you definitely had the right reaction back then, and also still now apparently. Just yeah, based on it's last just weird. Landon, <laughs> yeah.
0: I know you're a picky eater. Have you ever tried escargot?
3: I have, and much like y'all, it was like, well, it's not bad, but in my mind, it's like you know what you're
0: doing, <laughs> you know right? what you're doing.
3: <laughs> yeah, you know exactly what you're so. And and I'm a very textured based yeah. eater, and sometimes my brain will overpower my mouth. So so it was a, it was yep. a struggle. Let's yeah. just say that. But I have had escargot.
0: Okay, okay. so I, like I said, I don't remember ever having escargot in the past. And the way they serve it, it comes out and it, and all the little snails. Uh, well, I should not say little. They weren't little. No,
1: they were. They giant. were pretty big
0: snails. But they were in their own little, like in the plate. It had little bowls, almost like you would serve deviled eggs. Yeah, that's kind of how it was. Super
1: tiny. They, they
0: were smaller. Yeah. yeah. And they were all in there, and they were covered in, like, butter and herb, and they had some, like, like panko, almost panko on top, mm-hmm. and they gave us a little fork. Yeah. So, I just, I dove in. As soon as they came out, I was like, I'm doing it. These are going in the mouth. And so, <laughs> so, my initial reaction was, okay, they're buttery. They just taste, like, buttery and garlicky, and then you start chewing.
1: It's very meaty. And it is
0: weird. It is like no other meat I've ever chewed. I can't even describe, I almost want to say, like, I've never eaten tongue. I know people eat tongue. It felt muscly. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: That's what it felt like to me. But I, same as you, I'm like, this is snail. This is a snail in my mouth, (laughs) hanging out. (laughs) And you only ate a couple.
1: Yeah, I'm pretty sure, the reason why the second one, um, whenever I put it in my mouth, I think I could identify the head. Oh, yeah. That, I was like, all right, I I like drank my beer and swallowed it as much as I could whole. And I was like, I'm good.
0: It's like eating oysters. You just back of the throat, down the throat. Exactly. Yeah, literally.
2: Yeah.
0: (laughs) Once it's in, just don't think about it.
1: Actually, I don't don't think
2: snails are that gross. I've picked one up before. Well, why didn't you try one? Yeah. Did you eat it? I I just didn't want any. (laughs) Mm
0: -hmm. Maybe someday. I wasn't
2: thinking about it.
0: Yeah. Well, I don't know. So, my review, they taste good. They taste very buttery, very salty, very garlicky. If you are a texture person, avoid at all costs. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I would say.
3: Yeah. <laughs> As a texture person, I would. I endorse that statement.
0: Yeah. Uh, but they aren't gross. They don't taste gross. The French onion soup was amazing. It, mm-hmm. it was up there with some of the best French onion soup I've ever had. The, the Gruyere cheese on top, the crouton, the pro... I mean, oh my gosh. It was, it was great. So- Oh, good it was great if you like french onion soup this was delicious french onion soup mckenna got the main lobster bisque and she really liked it too i thought, I thought, it, was thought it was fine
1: i thought it was good I don't,
0: I don't like lobster bisque i i don't think i would have picked it over the french onion soup you know the scene in ratatouille where the critic takes the bite of the ratatouille and he has this flashback to being a child and it like brings a <laughs> tear to his eye you know what i'm saying that was happening to me when I was taking bites of the French onion soup.
1: What wow. happened in your childhood? I don't, I don't
0: know, but I was—I <laughs> was, it was like it was like transporting me to another time and place. I, I even said it last night. I was like, oh, "It's so good." Anyway, I did it. And Garrett didn't eat all his. I ate the rest of his French onion soup. I couldn't get enough of that stuff.
3: What are you, like, licking the bowl, too? Yeah. <laughs> ah.
0: Hey, hey, Beast doesn't use utensils. Why yeah. do I have
1: to? Yeah, exactly.
3: That is true. And, and you know, you are in his house. It'd be rude to, you know, not do his stuff. Right,
0: host. right. It would make him feel weird if I was using spoons.
3: <laughs> exactly. You're thinking of the Beast. Yeah. All Just right. remember that the next time somebody tries to take a bowl away from you, is you lick it. I'm not <laughs> no, doing this no. for me. No, no, ma'am, no, ma'am. I'm doing it for the
0: beast. The the waiter came back and actually tried to take away Garrett's bowl of soup twice, and I basically had to smack <laughs> his hand away. I was like, No, no, <laughs> you, don't don't take that away. Yeah. So for for the entree, what do we go with? We went with we also got the filet mignon and mm-hmm. we got the sea scallops.
1: Yep, and we split it down the middle.
0: Yep, split both down the middle. The ski, the ski scallops. The sea scallops are served with spring pea risotto, seasonal vegetables, fried artichoke hearts, and micro basil. The fillet comes with seasonal vegetables, kippolini, marmalade, and a red wine glaze. We and oh, uh, the Yukon mashed potatoes. Like the mashed potatoes. My opinion, just of the sides. The fillet comes with much better sides. I didn't like the risotto.
2: I like I like the green beans with the fillet. Yeah. And I, when they were dipped in the mashed potatoes, that was even better.
1: Ooh, yeah, they were good. Well, and the risotto was a little too salty.
0: It was salty. And there was they used, it almost tasted like it was made with like a real stinky cheese or something.
1: I didn't think that. I thought
0: so. I, I think I, they
1: could have used macro basil instead of micro, but um, <laughs> I like basil. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. I thought that the risotto was just a little too salty, but I still enjoyed it. For yeah. the most part um, But I think the sea scallops were amazing Yeah they were the scallops, They were big you,
2: They gave me one And like if you bit Well they gave me like a, a part of one Yeah. If you bit it, it It was like you didn't even have anything in your mouth Yeah, you they just, you just, you just went right through There was like no butter. resistance
0: Yeah so tender Sea scallops are delicious
1: Yeah and I cut my fillet with my butter knife
0: Yeah it was tender I mean the sea and scallops I did too you get you get three sea scallops, but they're large.
1: Yeah, they
0: are large scallops, big and thick scallops. McKenna actually regretted not getting them because she also got the filet, which she ordered rare. I wish she wouldn't do that because yeah. I really think she, I think she feels like she has to stick to this gimmick now. Yeah, she uh, wants
1: Ron Swanson mentality exactly. So bad, but
0: if she could grow a mustache, she would do it. I think. But yeah, she she wants rare steaks. She would love it if they would just like sear them, probably.
1: But but then she like kind of gags when she eats them because it's rare yeah
0: yeah it's rare. it's like liquid meat it's weird but she She, eats
2: it she sits there sometimes and just goes
0: she has to really if she gets a steak that has too much fat she almost can't chew it because when you don't cook the fat how do you chew that oh god it's really disgusting anyways um, it's, it's gonna kill her. So she re- she regretted. That girl ain't right. She regretted not going with the sea scallop. Here she is, not here to defend herself. But. Yeah,
3: <laughs> exactly. Let's bag on her. Yeah,
0: um, <laughs> but she went. She she said she wished she'd gone with the sea scallops. Um, and they were very good. I I loved our steak. I will say personally, the sea the steak was good. I preferred the steak we got at Le Cellerie personally.
1: I I I, ooh, I don't know. They both were really really good. I preferred my steak. i I
2: prefer it like 10 times over that one yeah i liked the char because we got it was
1: a
0: it was a ribeye that we got right wasn't it a charred Mm -hmm. ribeye that we got at le salier it was so good it It was was flavorful
1: carcinogen on top of meat and it was delicious
0: (laughs) it was so good it's for me it's going to be hard to ever top that steak this one was very good it came with a gravy, and I want to say if you if you kind of dipped your bite in the gravy, it made it taste a little bit like a pot roast, which is kind of what took it down a notch for me.
1: Yeah, I didn't need gravy. The
0: gravy almost tasted ketchupy. It was probably for people like my brother-in-law who are like, "Burn it, and bring me a one," you know, that sort of thing. <laughs> yeah. So uh, that that probably is how uh, people can take it if they're not purist when it comes to steak. Mm-hmm. So don't. Man, I'm hungry now. <laughs> don't do the gravy. Okay. <laughs> We'll talk about dessert, and then we'll just kind of summarize it. Yeah, but. we
1: got it finished up.
0: Okay, so the dessert trio, almond macaroon. Go ahead. Oh, Garrett wants to say.
1: Actually,
2: you, you can read out the desserts.
1: Okay.
0: You get an almond macaroon with lemon jam and raspberries. You get a white chocolate chip cup with the gray stuff in it and crisp pearls, and then a dark chocolate truffle filled with Grand Marnier ganache.
2: All right, I want to go first <laughs> because this it was really surprising for me. Yeah i don't eat macaroons i I don't like them that much this one i tried it at first without the raspberry on it because i couldn't squish it enough uh and i didn't like it but then i put the raspberry on it and it was amazing yeah and i like it was so good and that was the one that stuck with me after after the uh after the dinner like
3: so, so so that was like like your highlight of the entire meal. That, that well, it act. was the
2: highlight of of the dessert, definitely. Okay, yeah. Awesome. And I I wanted to steal the raspberries from <laughs> from uh, Dad because he still he got McKenna's raspberries because she did not want them. <laughs> Which, yeah. Well,
3: why didn't you share raspberries, Jay? What the heck? They
2: were good. I didn't want to give them up.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah,
2: I forgot how much I liked raspberries, and uh. I, I liked the gray stuff, and I, I mutilated chip because I didn't know it was an edible cup. And it, and it was, so I uh, shattered it and ate the chips of chip. And I didn't like the truffle t- too much. It was too sweet for me. Mm.
1: Well, um, let me just tell you, trying to eat all the three of these desserts is very difficult because it is a lot of sugar. But I did it, and then I ate the rest of Garrett's gray stuff that he didn't finish, no,
3: I can I ask a dumb question? What is gray stuff?
1: It's like Cool Whip, I think. I with, think
0: it's colored Cool Whip.
3: Yeah.
1: yeah. Well, I, and I think they put a little bit of cookies and, you know, like Oreo cookies or something crushed up into okay. it. And it's just Cool Whip with that. And I can sit and eat a tub of Cool Whip and then yeah. throw up later. But, you <laughs> yeah, know.
3: I was going to say, that sounds pretty okay. Yeah. Up until the throw
2: up part, but yeah. <laughs> I think you're supposed to eat the, the gray stuff with the cup.
1: You are. Okay. You
2: are. Yeah,
1: and i i ate a good portion of my cup, but it, it was too much.
0: Oh, and we didn't even mention they bring the trio out on a platter, and underneath each one of the desserts is this long stained glass paper. Yeah, and the paper is edible. And the guy told us like that's edible paper. He said people eat it. I don't think it's very good, but you can try it. And i i was i was you know feeling adventurous, so I was like, I'm gonna eat this paper. It tastes like paper. It, I don't know if it was really I mean, edible paper.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I think it was a prank. No, I think it was edible <laughs> paper because the, the the moment you touched it with your spoon, it ripped. It did. It was very. That doesn't mean anything just because it was fragile.
3: Though to be fair, if you will it enough, every piece of paper is edible paper. That's this true. This
1: is true. Mm-hmm. So,
3: not but, that we advocate that here on the Monday Morning Monorail. Right. Mm-hmm. Just pointing that out. So Need paper.
0: <laughs> but, but I wadded up a piece of it and put it in my mouth. I was like, I've experienced this before. Like in school, when I put a wad of paper in my mouth, this is what it felt like.
1: Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and now you paid 60 bucks a head to do so. Yeah. So there you go.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, so anyway, dessert was good. I agree with Garrett. Personally, I thought the almond macaroon, when you put the raspberries on there and got the lemon and everything, the lemon jam, the raspberries and the macaroon all at once, that was Epic! It was so good.
1: It really was. Really the
0: gray good. stuff, like like we said, the gray stuff kind of tastes like. And who who hates whipped cream? No one hates whipped cream. Of course, it was good. It was in a white chocolate cup. It was all good, but that macaroon,
2: yeah, that left so an impression. Good. Like if you can just get that at, at stores, that exact one, yeah, I would get it all the time.
0: Yeah, and because McKenna has a chocolate allergy, they actually gave her two of the raspberry macaroons and then a bunch of raspberry puree sorbet uh, in the middle. Um, so she kind of had a trio.
2: It had a giant stick in it that said allergy. Yeah, and I pointed, I, said, I pointed it out to her. I said, look, you got a stick that says allergy on it. And I clapped for her.
0: It was very nice of them to accommodate her. Unfortunately, McKenna does not like raspberries. <laughs> oh,
2: no. <laughs> so sad She's dessert. very bummed. Sad I, dessert for McKenna. I love them. I, I don't know how she can't like raspberries. Uh, I remember at the old grandparents' house... There was a blackberry bush.
0: Yeah,
1: you just said the old grandparents. the old grandparents. No, the old house yeah, that they had.
2: I know what you meant, but it was funny.
1: There was
2: there was a blackberry bush, and uh, it, it would just. I it was very memorable. Mm-hmm. It was a, a good memory for me. Nice. I
0: have, I have good memories of picking blackberries as a child and yep. eating them. That's a nice thing to do. If you if you live in a place where blackberries grow wild, it's that's a fun thing to do.
2: I had a field trip a long time ago where we went out to like a blueberry farm thing. It was <clears throat> it was when I was in the YMCA, so I, I don't remember it much, but what I do remember is that we picked blackberries too. And I I think we also had raspberries afterwards and it was really good. And we got chased nice. out by a peacock. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah, fresh berries are hard to beat.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Got off the vine. Okay. So let's finish it up just with how we kind of ended the night last night. Um, so first of all, overall impressions. I would say, you know, our last restaurant review we did was of Coral Reef, and we did not give it a glowing review. No. Um, <laughs> it can stay under the sea as far as I'm concerned. Um, Be Our Guest, which really at the end of the day, our bills were kind of close to on par with each other. Be Our Guest was more expensive. Yes. the exper- In my opinion, the experience of the restaurant, was top-notch. It was everything you would have wanted from a Beauty and the Beast restaurant. The food, everything we had was really high quality, very tasty. If there was anything that went wrong, it was just because we ordered something wrong. It wasn't because of the food. Our service was great. The atmosphere, like everything that happened and getting to meet Beast in the study afterwards, I honestly, I know you you look at that and you say dinner, 60 bucks a head. I, I don't know, that's pretty steep. And it is. It that's is that's an steep. expensive dinner but if you're gonna do signature dining at disney especially say you're on the dining plan you're trying to pick a place if you can get be our guest why not i i mean we've been to a lot of places and oh didn't even mention like you said we just kind of passed over it you and i both ordered beers this was my first alcohol in the magic kingdom
1: oh yeah mine too yeah and it was Chimay Blue, Yay. which is my favorite Ooh. beer.
2: Yeah. Oh my God, that's mm-hmm. a good one. Those cups are really cool too. Oh yeah, the souvenir, the souvenir cups. cups. They have icons on them that are all a different like Disney movie, a, a classic one. Yeah. The only exception that is that is Rapun is like Tangled really a classic. It's well, not. It's it's like a three D one. It's not like the two D ones. It's it's it's, it's the odd classic. one out. It's a new um, classic. But it's. There is a mistake in the design. At the top, they, uh, I forget which one is, is on there twice.
0: It's Snow White.
2: Tangled is supposed to be on there, but it's not on the top. It's only on the bottom. But they're awesome. That cup is amazing, and it lights up blue and red on the bottom. Oh, cool. And I got Fruit Punch in it, and when it lit up red, the Fruit Punch glowed.
1: Yeah, And didn't it have the Fruit Punch have like a foam? Yeah. It had, they, they had a foam.
2: They both had a foam. There was Lemonade and Fruit Punch. Uh, Mine had a Citrus foam and Lemonade has a Berry foam. And it was like, the Fruit Punch was amazing because I like sour drinks and it was extremely sour. Mm-hmm. It was dissolving the, the paper straw. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, so that what sounds would,
0: awesome. How would you rate be our guest. We've we've done a lot of Disney dining this summer. For the price summer. that yeah. we got, yeah, like well, for the price we got,
2: um, I would say for that cheap, um, relatively to like most people getting this dinner would be like twelve out of ten.
0: Twelve out of ten. But but think it's about it in terms of that price. If we were if we didn't have the Disney rewards,
2: then I'd say nine to ten out of ten. Yeah, it's up like there. Nine point five. Wow, it was great.
1: I was telling Justin, um, for me, like I, that's a big bucket list item, something I've always wanted to do and getting to do it with my family meant a lot to me. However, I don't think it's something that you do very often. Mm -hmm. And, um, if we ever do it again, I think we should wait a while, um, and then make it like something special, like a birthday or something like that anniversary. Um, but it's not something that you just do. Right. Um, it would lose a little bit of that if you do it too much. You yep. know? Um,
0: and your bank would be losing a little bit if it, you did that too much. Yeah, no
1: kidding. Uh, but yeah, I'm so glad that we did it. It really was a big bucket list item. Yeah. And the experience made it 10 out of 10 for me.
0: Yeah. I'm right there with you. I don't know what I would deduct a point for, honestly. Mm. I I think it was ten out of ten. If anything, they didn't refill fill my water the whole meal. Yeah, but that was really just one little service thing. The only,
2: yeah. the only reason I don't do ten out of ten is because um, I, I'm just I don't give restaurants ten out of ten. I mean it's
0: it's an extremely high mark, and then how do you how do you ever top it? So
1: uh, Morimoto's is a ten out of ten.
0: Yeah, so. Landon, have we sold you on Be Our Guest? What do you think?
3: Yeah, absolutely. This sounds like something that if I ever had the opportunity to do dinner, because at one point, let's see, the first trip I took this year, I did actually have a reservation for breakfast there. But then I just like, like I kind of like you, Jay, looked at the menu, and it's like after the price, I don't know if I'd get you know the bang for the yeah. buck. But dinner, absolutely. If I do ever have the opportunity to do so, I'm going to go get me a filet mignon and go check out the beast.
0: Yeah yep it's awesome I I do really recommend it and request
3: to sit in the west wing and and, and walk down those fun corridors and make a bunch of turns
0: yeah Mm -hmm. it's very cool and they encourage you to get up and look around and take pictures and stuff so people are doing it constantly yeah I actually, in order to take a good picture of the desserts, I turned the flash on on my phone and instead of automatic, I turned it to on and I forgot that I had done that. So as we were leaving the West Wing, I was like, oh, I got to get a picture of this room. So I turned around and held it up where I'm looking at like all the people in the dark dining room. I tap on my phone just to like get it to focus and it just blasts the room with bright light ensuring everyone turns around like, what are you doing?
3: That's amazing.
0: Yeah. So, so like,
3: you were able to take the picture of
0: everybody yeah. that, uh, last <laughs> yeah. night. Yeah. Bye, everybody. Just wanted yeah. to let you know we're leaving. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So it was awesome. Um, and then we ended the night because we our reservations were at seven. We got out around eight mm-hmm. thirty. It was like right around eight uh, thirty. Happily ever after started at nine. So we immediately walked around, got over to the hub. There were, I mean, it was busy, but. There were huge gaps of people that yeah, weren't, that weren't moving up. So we just walked directly in the middle, right in front of the castle, which is the closest we've ever been for this show. And I got to tell you, and Garrett said it last night, there are things that they do with the projection that you will never pick up on if you're not right up there. Yeah. It was really there, cool.
2: There are tiny little touches that you don't see when you're far away. And I've never
0: really had the effect of like, I really noticed the laser work last night. Yeah. And the, it was more obvious than usual.
2: Usually, you just see the laser at the Incredibles part. Yeah. Uh, with the Omnidroid. Yeah. But you can see, like, uh, at the, the friend part, where it's a bunch of friends popping in, you can see, like, yellow stars appear whenever.
0: Yeah. So, like, when Roz up. showed up and Rachel and all the
1: friends. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: No, but I meant, too, they're shooting lasers over the crowd, which I had never really noticed. Before.
2: Yeah, there's... there's, uh, I forget what part it is, but they do it a lot. Yeah. Whenever the Nemo part ends, mm-hmm. they do that effect uh, at the Little Mermaid show, where it's like you're underwater.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very neat. Yeah. So, it was cool. I got some good pictures close up. Now, I will say, when you're that close, you don't see some of the big fireworks that go off behind the castle because the castle is blocking it mm-hmm. but you see everything that comes off the castle and around it and it was it was really cool i do i was think- gonna
3: say it like like as close as y'all were it sounds like and being able to see the intricate of the laser work it almost sounds like it's kind of a trade-off you don't get yeah. to see the big explosions but you get to see something else so, exactly
0: you know. yeah it was cool it was cool
1: i really liked it
0: yeah i i I do think Prime Location's probably closer to Main Street,
1: mm-hmm.
0: not being that close, so you can see all the fireworks, but still.
1: It was amazing. It was great. Mm-hmm.
0: We all cried. Garrett didn't cry. He doesn't cry.
2: I, I, I never cry. <laughs> yeah. Garrett's a robot. I did, I did get chills, though.
3: Oh, wow. Okay. That's, the, th- that's actually the closest robots get to cry.
0: So. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, we've made a whole show out of this Be Our Guest review, but I kind of think it deserved it, to be honest. Um, so, if we haven't sold you on it, fine. I don't know what you're looking for. This place is amazing. Maybe you just hate fun and good food. But
1: <laughs> if you don't want to cry, yeah,
0: if you don't want to cry, that's true. Maybe you're not a sentimental person. Maybe you don't like the movie Beauty and the Beast. Then this would not be for you. So if you're a
3: soulless monster, no. <laughs> yeah,
0: maybe you're a beast. If you're a beast, don't go. Although you would be yeah, welcome there. I'm,
3: I'm, I
1: think, I think you would you might get a
3: something. discount. It'd be like, hey, that's my cousin, yeah. Earl. Exactly. Oh,
1: and speaking of discounts, uh, Be Our Guest does accept Tables in Wonderland.
0: Yes, very good point.
1: Sorry, now I'm done.
0: Yes, if you're an annual pass holder and you've got the Tables in Wonderland card, this is a great opportunity. 20% off.
1: And then they add in the 18% gratuity. So. Yeah, it's awesome. It's pretty great.
0: Yep. Nice. There you go. All right. Landon, thanks for letting us uh, tell you all about this dining experience that we had. Uh, I think we kind of dominated the conversation there, but I'm glad you were a part of it.
3: Nah, me too. Uh, like I said earlier, this conversation made me really, really hungry, so thanks for that, y'all. <laughs> but uh, but in it, all seriousness, this does give me something to look forward to in the future, because this sounds like a dining experience but I gotta try.
0: Yeah, this is so what th- you. Look so for. thank you all for letting me sit in. No, yeah. no worries. This is this is honestly what you look for in a Disney dining experience, in my opinion. Like- oh yeah. It is kind of like it sets the bar very, very high for what you would experience or what you would expect from theme dining. So, And I hope that we set the bar from what you would expect from a Disney podcast. And I hope that you have enjoyed what you've heard today. We are, of course, Monday Morning Monorail Podcast. We're at Morning Monorail on the Twitter. We are Monday Morning Monorail Podcast on all the other social medias. We got a YouTube. And actually, I just uploaded the two most recent M34Ds videos starring in the Dawes Done. So if you want to go check those out, you have to watch the most recent one in particular because at the end, I try to make a no-look basketball shot, and you're <laughs> yep. going to have to listen or watch it to see if I make it. Mm-hmm. See, It's there's, great. There's a hoop right here behind me when we're recording, and I actually attempted a <laughs> uh, Michael Scott, see you on the flippity flip. So... Mm-hmm. Did I make it? I don't know.
3: <laughs> I'm not going to tell you how it ends, but they don't call him J. Shooty Shoot Hoops McGee Monorail for nothing. <laughs>
0: that's right. That's what they call me. <laughs> but, uh, but that's where you can find us. We've got the, the Gmail, Monday Monorail at gmail.com, and we have a voicemail four zero seven nine one seven two one four four. 407-917-2144. Landon, where can people find you?
3: Uh, L-A-N-D-O-Z, please go follow me, Landon not I'm the best, Landon Doe, not the rest. That's where you can follow me on Twitter, 280characters of time. I also run a website, buttmunchchips.com, buttmunchchips.
0: Sit on your butt and munch.
3: Uh, that's where you can find podcasts such as Game of Thrones Talk, a.k.a. Got Talk, Near Fall Radio, if you're a fan of the Sweet Science Professional Wrestling, or the r and Project, but in lieu of that, I invite you to go to the iTunes store and search for all three of those shows and subscribe and leave us a review. Remember, five stars or GTFO. Oh, and I'm also on The Phil Show on News Talk 98.7 WOKI radio station here locally in Knoxville, Tennessee, 6 to 10 a.m. Monday through Friday, streaming worldwide at newstalk Talk 987.com and also at the News Talk app in the iTunes and Google Play store.
0: Very good wow (laughs) it's like he's a professional or something yeah
3: well well i pretend to be a professional but if you've ever heard my show clearly i'm not (laughs) (laughs) all right well thank you all oh please
2: follow me uh yeah at gummy bear king too um you can find my youtube channel in the bio i'm trying to get back to 108 subscribers everyone left uh i'm at 106 again So people are finally coming back a little bit, but I just, I just need two more. And maybe say, maybe two more after that
0: stop saying offensive things and people won't leave your channel I'm not
2: saying any any offensive <laughs> things I'm, I'm okay
3: then maybe start team. saying offensive things that seems to get you followers on the internet that's your parents true. might not like it but you know no. you, you can go viral
2: that's, that's bad followers though <laughs> yeah. yes that is correct
0: we want good followers alright well thank you all so much for following along with us today we've had a great time I hope you did as well we will see you all again next week bye bye Hello. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for riding with us today. We hope you enjoyed the journey, and we look forward to seeing you again next week. Until then, we want to hear from you. Send us questions, comments, and suggestions on Twitter at Morning Monorail. Our email address is mondaymorningmonorail at gmail.com. You can also call our voicemail at 407-917-2144. As we approach the station, gather your belongings, and please watch your step as you exit.
3: (laughs) See
2: y'all real soon!